Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Great Transylvanian Bite-Off, where this week we, we're walking that line, baby. I'm Daniel. <laughs> I'm Evan. Um, so f- f- if you happen to not be aware, if you happen to be listening and not be aware, there's currently uh, an ongoing strike. There are a couple of strikes going on. Um, but specifically, there is a Writers Guild of America strike and a uh, Screen Actors Guild strike happening. Um and I was listening to another podcast and they mentioned like not talking about new movies. And we were supposed to talk about the movie that's based off of a chapter from Dracula today. And <laughs> I texted Evan. I was like, wait, wait, are we going to be breaking the strike if we do this? And you, <laughs> I think you were just like, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're, we're nothing but honest here. Yeah. Um, and, and so, and so, yes, I, so yeah, I, I don't want to break the strike. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Played it simple. Like, I don't want to do that. I think we have made it clear on this podcast that we support the actors and their union and the writers and their union. We want everybody to win in this situation. So we're going to kind of find our way through this as we talk about the movie that shall not be named um the movie that's based on the captain's log from dracula we can say that maybe i think we could still do numbers yeah I, yes we can do we can definitely do numbers i just i i don't know if we can do our justification necessarily yes yes i agree Does, I, that seems okay yeah yeah i think so uh we can get into the numbers um we can see whose score was ultimately closest to what we grade this guy out as. I am looking back at our scores right now. Yeah. Some of them work. Yeah, some of them work, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I, it's so hard not to talk about this movie because I actually think there's a lot to say. Um, so It's an interesting one. Uh, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe when the strike is done, we'll actually give this plot a thorough <laughs> review and we can talk about what this movie is trying to do and what it accomplishes yes, um, or what it doesn't. I think, I think it's fair to say great performances. Yes. Pretty much around the table. Can we, can we talk about the actors? Like, can we say their names? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think we can. Okay. Cause this stars Corey Hawkins, Liam Cunningham, David Deshmalian. Um, I'll let you say the, the other guys Javier Botet. Uh thank you. Um it's a it's a great it's a great cast. Um they all bring it. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it's a great great cast. Um I will never not like seeing Corey Hawkins. He's kind of he's like always had a very odd career uh to me. Yeah. Cuz I he's done some very good movies. I re- I loved him. Oh, what's your favorite Corey Hawkins performance? That's hard. Um, that's hard. I think um, I first saw I first saw him in Straight Outta Compton. Yes, as, as Dr. Dre, and he was very good in that. That's probably still what I would say. That's your that's your favorite Straight Outta Compton, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I actually did like him in Kong Skull Island, but that's like yeah. the most like Evan Morcall thing I could say is yes. a monster movie. He's also great in Black Klansman. Um, yeah. Wow, it's actually those three He's, actually filmed one after another, didn't that's they? That's crazy. <laughs> what a run there. Let's just um, pretend Six Underground isn't on that list. 
Did you watch Six Underground? I did watch it. I feel like I've been circling Six Underground recently because it was on our, it was on the Netflix. Yeah, because like, what have yeah. you seen that? It's like it's no, I don't think I finished it, and I it's, think it is unironically one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. It is a hard movie to get through, and it shouldn't be. It should just be dumb, fun action. But it's a good cast. Yes, and it, yes, it's a great cast. Uh, and it's Michael Bay, whom like. Look, listen, say what you want about Michael Bay, but he has a talent for visual mm-hmm. uh, storytelling of a certain type, and that's what this movie is. It should have worked. Oof. It bad. It's really bad. And it's a cool premise, too. Yes, it is a cool premise. Welcome to our Six Underground review, where we're just <laughs> going to talk about the terrible, terrible movie Six Underground. Um Hey, did you know I, that there was a canceled oh, sequel? Sorry, that's my last. No, six of course underground there thing. was yeah. a sequel, and of yes, course there, it was canceled. There was going to be a sequel. I believe it was already in pre-production, and then the movie had been out for like a few months, and they said, "Nope, done." Yikes! Yeah. Um, I think Cor- I think my favorite Corey Hawkins performance is Tragedy of Macbeth. Oh yeah, when he's um. Yeah, McDuff, right? It's McDuff. I'm biased because that's like my favorite, one of my favorite things ever. But I think, A, that movie, critically underrated. Absolutely. Did not get enough talk. Um, One of, I mean, top, top 10 Denzel performance? Ooh. Top 10 too high? That's hard. That's hard for me. That might be too high. Top 15, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He he's doing something that we haven't seen him do in a bit in it, and I really love him in that. Yes. Um, but oh my god, is this going to turn into a Denzel Washington podcast? Always. <laughs> there is a in in one of my current classes. For those who don't know out there, I'm in grad school right now, and oh, we're la, studying la. something called. <laughs> <laughs> so is Daniel. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> uh, we're studying something called the active breath, which is, it's like, yeah, it's like one of the most accurate things you're ever going to hear. Man. <laughs> it's, they call it the active breath. It was developed by an athlete who's basically the whole premise is when acting, you should breathe like you're in a game. Um, it's sort of like continuous flow of breath, like you like you would when you're exercising. Anyway, we had to come up mm, with okay. examples for it. And my first thought was Denzel Washington in everything. Yes. The man is always breathing. It's great. Anyway. The the two like I love action movies, so that's not a surprise. The two action franchises I think are severely underrated are Transporter. Uh-huh. Transporter one and two, I think are really fun movies. I think that's the third one. And Equalizer. Yeah, I don't like for everything that John Wick does really well. Denzel Washington is heads and shoulders a better actor than Keanu Reeves. Absolutely. And they play functionally the same character in both of the movies. Yeah, they it's the same character, really. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So Corey Hawkins is really good. Yeah. So Corey Hawkins is good. Um Everyone's good. They the cast is a lot of fun. Yeah. This is I mean, it's it's based on the Captain's Log chapter from from Dracula. So it's a this all takes place on what amounts to the worst cruise line ever. And they have a fun sort of like trapped in a box kind of vibe going on here. Um 
yeah, we I uh, I want to talk about it, but we're not going to. Um, we're not going to, but we are, but we're not. Um, yeah. Solid Bear McCreary music. Yes, Bear McCreary. Not that he's always, ever not turned in a solid. I was gonna say he always shows up. He's the best part. What's your of favorite the Bear McCreary music? When he did Godzilla, King of the Monsters. <laughs> King of the Monsters, yeah. <laughs> he crushed it. He crushed he it. it out of hot the take. Park. Hot take right here. Do it. Listen, they didn't stick with Bear for the third MonsterVerse movie. Okay. Uh, versus Kong? Yes. Yes. They went away from Bear. Huge fucking mistake. Yeah. You lost all the grandeur. All of the tradition, but with those new sounds and styles that he was bringing to it, yeah. uh, total mistake. They should have they should have stuck with Bear McCreary through through all of these because he's he's a boss. The fucking Wikipedia for King of the Monsters is detailed. Is it really? There's a lot of information about Kyle Chandler. Oh, that's that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> is Kyle Chandler not cool? I just wanted to forget how much he was in that movie. I would have loved it if he was just Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. <laughs> in it could because I think that could work. I think yeah, hold on. I think that can work. I think if it's like he because like the whole point of that movie is everybody learned about the Titans like ten years ago or, or no like four or five years ago, whatever. Um, and so I think you do that like he he learned about it. And it was like I can't go back to coach, coaching college football. I gotta learn how to do all this shit. <laughs> you know it'd be great too uh have, have you seen king of the monsters no okay oh. oh yes sorry yes of course okay. yes i was, was very say, confused wow, yeah surprised. um so there's this moment for those out there who haven't where they nuke godzilla and in order to like pump up his powers again yes they're basically like ah he needs more radiation let's nuke the fucker and he'll come back stronger than ever which he does but there's this great bit where after they do it, Godzilla like rises up out of the water and stares them down on their little submarine. Like, yeah, I'll fuck you guys up if you do that again, basically. And I would really love if it was Coach Taylor on that submarine wearing his little <laughs> visor, staring Godzilla in the eyes and says, clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Get out there, champ. This is a missed opportunity. I um. I didn't know that Godzilla was motion captured in that movie. <laughs> uh -huh. I didn't. I didn't know that, and it's the same guy who did it in um, original in in twenty fourteen Godzilla. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he came back. F I, another weird thing. I don't think he came back for versus nope. Kong. You're correct. Um, which is really weird. Um, oh, he was in the. Oh, he did. He was the Predator in the Predator. <laughs> Interestingly enough, Godzilla King of the Monsters also features O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson Jr., who was in Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton. Full which circle. Which brings us back to... Kyle Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if instead, if instead of him going down to nuke him, they just sent him down to give a motivational speech. <laughs> <laughs> instead of ken watanabe going down to blow they basically made him godzilla's boyfriend right yeah 
They're yeah. they're in a romantic re- they're in a very oh, intimate relationship. He says goodbye and then practically like kisses the, him on the cheek. The song's name is Goodbye Old Friend. Yes, that it plays is. When he's like yes. ascending the center of that's a crazy ass movie. But and like, it's great. Okay, the song is great. Bear and McCreary, it, it's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. It's one of the best fucking things ever. This cast is insane. By the way, I forget how yeah. fucking stacked the it's Monsters stacked. cast is. Bradley Whitford is in that movie. Bradley Why? Whitford is so good in that movie to crack like five. Five jokes. That's it. It's great. He's there to do Bradley Whitford, and and that's yeah. never bad. No, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely it's a pretty true. solid Millie Bobby Brown performance. She could be worse. She could be a lot worse, like in Enola Holmes. Got him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sally Hawkins is like randomly in the movie yeah. <laughs> again. Sally, Haw- Sally Hawkins dies. <laughs> yeah, but like she's in it. Yeah, but it's hilarious because Sally Hawkins. Quite literally just gets, like, stomped on. Yes. She's like, hello, I'm here. <laughs> You're like, damn, they didn't have to do Sally like that. I, um, and, and Charles Dance, of course. Like, you, ugh, Oh, he's on. great. I wish he was in the third one, in, in Godzilla vs. Kong. He was the only time I've been, like, kind of interested in a bad guy in a Godzilla movie, like a human bad guy in a Godzilla movie. And I haven't seen that many, especially compared to you, but like, I don't yeah. care about the, like the human storylines have never been that. My, my brother and I were arguing about this the other day with, um, uh, Shin Godzilla, where uh-huh. I was like, the Godzilla parts of that movie are incredible. You cannot ignore the fact there's like an hour and 45 minute fucking minutes of boardroom meetings. Yeah. That are just terrible. Well, I, <laughs> Okay, we we don't have to turn this into a Godzilla conversation. However, no, we I have to. Otherwise, we're going to talk about the movie based on the one chapter. That's right. Um, listen, I think those scenes are sure. good. I think okay. Shin Godzilla is a throw. It's it's trying to do Godzilla 1954 set in the present day. What's the form of bureaucracy that they can actually criticize and go after? And it's the way that in order for them to take action. They have to go through 13 meetings to get 18 different people's points of views and opinions so that they can agree, yes, we should give the people water. Okay, the giving people water things is is legit. I think them having a lot of meetings about deploying like an experimental yeah. fucking nanite bomb in the middle of Tokyo, <laughs> that should have some meetings about it. I don't want to like – that's bureaucracy's that's good sometimes. Is that's all I'm saying. That's true. And but I think that's the point though. I think some of it is you have to see those meetings so you have to know when they are helpful, when this is the correct process, and when it's just some old men being slow to make choices. Which is a lot of that movie. It's like the old generation fucking things up until they all die. I think that's what confuses because like because aren't they going to launch a nuke initially and then they come up with the plan to freeze his ass? The United States is going to launch a nuke. Okay, see, see, I think the, the I'm I'm with you now. I'm coming around to understanding the point of the meetings in Shin Godzilla. Welcome <laughs> back to the Great Transylvania Bite Off. Because like the Americans are like, let's do it. Yeah, let's solve this problem. Fuck them up. And all of the Japanese officials are instead like, what if instead we don't nuke Tokyo? Tokyo. Exactly. That would be rad. That would be that would be a good choice. Yeah. Shin Godzilla, really good movie. Everybody should go out and watch it. Um, crazy movie. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. You've never seen Godzilla look like he does in that movie. No. And uh, then look I'm, up the like planned evolutions they were going to do because it's oh nuts. Oh, my up. God. 
they had some watch. Somebody was on something for that. I love it. I want instead of the three weird anime movies with like yes. the space cat people, I want more of Ugh, more TV of Shin because they wanted to have like angels, basically. Right. Like it was going to be. Yes. He was making like these angelic looking Godzillas. And then it was going to be like they take over the universe because they're all like a microorganism. Like, yes, exactly. Awesome. They had this really cool plan where basically every. Every body that Godzilla had absorbed, he was taking in the human DNA and it was going to sprout those sort of Godzilla angel hybrids. So there was going to be one giant Godzilla and then like the army of small ones that were going to destroy the planet. They were on something. They were, and I like it. They they really said like, just fuck it. We're going to do new. We're going to do a new thing. And the director of that also did Attack on Titan. So you see a lot of those like. The anime or the movie? I think he did the anime. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So, so yeah. So they bring in him with an idea of like, how can we make Godzilla terrifying for a new audience? Mm -hmm. Because he was terrifying in 1954 and they had to get back to those roots in some way. Terrifying, but like sad. It's a sad movie. Absolutely. They do a really good job of like this. Yes, it's this. And I, that's the, the fucking nuclear message of it of like, yes, it's this horrifying terrifyingly yes. powerful thing it's also just really sad and like the mutations that come from nuclear radiation are sad and bad yes. and we should avoid those exactly and like that's that's on us like mm-hmm. it's why i think the next one is going to be oh so effective minus one or minus yes. zero yeah i think it's going to be excellent um because it's is it I mean, a, it's not a sequel to Shin, though, is it? It's not. It's not. This is it's set actually shortly after World War II. So the idea for the title is that Japan was at zero and then things got worse. Um, With Godzilla. Because Godzilla arrives. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So I think we're going to see a lot of the United States being a problem in this one. Makes because sense. I think it's directly addressing the time wherein the United States was occupying Japan. Um, and dealing with the aftershocks of World War II and, yeah, nuclear energy being unleashed upon the world. Um, it's going to really tie back to that nuclear message. I don't know if they meant to do it at the exact same time that Oppenheimer was hitting it big, but I love it. There are I a few, don't know. Yeah. There are a few people out there who have already sort of like spliced together the Oppenheimer trailer and the Godzilla That's minus one cool. trailer. Because I would like, do them as a double feature. I bet yes, it's wild. Totally. They kind of fit actually together. Like like quite literally the visual palette kind of works. Mm. They're both in sort of that sepia kind of visual. Um, yeah. Fuck Godzilla yeah. minus one looks great. It's going to come to the United States on December 1st. Get your popcorn ready. Hi, everybody. You just we cut out. We realized after the fact that we can't say a fucking word about this movie. So all we're going to give you is the number. Yep. 38.7. 38.7. That's the number. Back to six underground. I think the opening of six <laughs> underground is really effective. 
actually. <laughs> but not uh, nearly as effective as the opening to Shin Godzilla. <laughs> not as good as Shin Godzilla, but I think the opening where they're like, where because like I love a Ryan Reynolds voiceover, one of the best yeah. voiceover guys in the game. Absolutely. Um, he nails who's it. He's not like a voice actor. Even um, going back to Blade Trinity. 100%. Oh my God, I forgot about that. That must have been one of his first ones. Yeah, he does great in that though. He does good. He does really good. The The premise of Six Underground is that these six, like, secret, seven secret agents uh, with Corey Hawkins, seven secret agents all um, uh, fake their deaths in pretty public ways so that they can become part of this, like, um, international, like, non, not associated with any government uh, mercenary right. group, basically. Right. And so the beginning of the movie, from what I remember having seen it five years ago and not finishing it, was <laughs> Ryan Reynolds like faking his death and then explaining to Corey Hawkins, like, here's how you're going to do it. It's going to be awesome. And then we'll be super spies. Yeah. And then yeah. I didn't finish it. But you're right. It's, it is a very fun intro. Um, it's a great movie concept. It, it is. That, the movie concept is, fucking simple. is great. Just like team of super spies that out here aren't working for anyone anymore they're like the uh the opposite of the syndicate in um mission impossible uh, yeah yeah like, well it's very it's very kingsman yes it is very kingsman it is um why don't i get my kingsman three hmm. oh that's a great question i don't think did ever you, the kingsman like, was not good it was i was gonna weird. say did you like kingsman no it's one of the weirdest movies i've ever seen in my life i felt like i was intruding on a cult sacrifice watching that movie. Yes, I think that's actually a great way of putting it. It was kind of bizarre. What it, felt like what yeah. felt like a lot of promise. Yes. And at moments I really, really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. And then I just ultimately felt like it kind of fell flat. An insane cast. Yes. Yes. Loaded cast. Fuck, yeah, God, I forgot fucking Aaron Taylor Johnson. So weird. Yeah, Aaron Taylor Aaron Taylor Johnson showing up in that. Woof. Stanley Tucci's in it for like a second. Yes, briefly. But Tucci does that, you know? He just pops up, like, rocks out for like three minutes, and then his piece is out. Yeah. He's like one of the best cameo actors there is. A controversially one of his best movies, Easy A, one of his best performances. Oh, undoubtedly. He's great in Easy A. Yeah, he's a good time. Well, you ever see The Big Night? <laughs> no, I've never seen The Big Night. What's The Big, Big Night? Movie? Great Stanley Tucci movie. It's about uh two brothers in their Italian restaurant. It's Tony Shalhoub Fuck and yeah. it's and it's oh, this uh, looks cool. Him. Yeah, it's a good time. They make Tony Shalhoub, Mini yeah. Driver. They make this thing called a timpano. Have you heard of timpano? No, it sounds really good. You know, you know what lasagna is, right? Yeah. This is like the. This is like what lasagna evolves into if it were a Pokemon. It's like the it's like the evolution of lasagna. yeah, <laughs> exactly of lasagna. <laughs> All right, this thing is basically a pasta cake. Delicious. Yeah, you make. <laughs> I hope everybody at home isn't too hungry while they're listening to this. Um, this four-minute podcast. <laughs> you take a giant sheet of pasta. You put it. They do make specialized timpano pans, so you could use a Dutch oven. So you take a giant sheet of pasta and kind of load it in. 
it needs to be big enough that it fills up the entire thing and then have enough room on top to close. Jesus. So you make that much pasta and then you <laughs> you load this sucker up with more pasta, traditionally penne, I believe, but you could use any shape, tomato sauce, meatballs, mm. sausages, mm-hmm. mozzarella, provolone, bechamel, and some like parm. And Everything. you just do you just do every Italian food you can think of. Some people throw hard boiled eggs in there for some reason. Fuck and you yeah. just layer it and layer it and layer it and layer it. You wrap it all up like a present. You put the lid on. You pop that bad boy in the oven until it comes together. I've never had it, but it looks so freaking good in that movie. All right. Well, what do we want to watch next week that hopefully we can talk about? <laughs> That's a great. Listen, 95% of our movies are fair game. <laughs> we're also like, we're coming down to the wire. Y'all. Yeah, we, we really don't have that many left. No. Sadly. We don't. And that includes me like looking through Amazon Prime for all the shit ones. Oh my God. And we have. We've done it. We've done the shit ones. <sighs> I'm not sure what of these we even have that we can still watch. Oh, here we go. What Dracula, the original living vampire. <laughs> all right. Well, that's going on the list. That's like an hour and a half. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, What is this? New documentary, don't care. Yeah, I mean, we're probably not that far off from from Bram Stoker's, are we? No, we're really not. I, ooh, In the Treasure of Dracula, the sexy version is what this is called. Ooh, sexy Oh, this is Santa. That's Santa. We already seen that shit. I already watched it. Bullshit. Did we watch Dracula Reborn? That rings a bell, but maybe that's just because it sounds like it sounds like a stereotypical yeah. like Dracula name. Mm. Yeah, oh, dude, 2012 I, or 2015. <laughs> I think I think we've like let me open up the list here. Oh my god, we've seen too many. Um because some of these like we're just not we're not able to find. Yeah, there's there's a um, fair amount that we're not able to, to get. There's a, hold a of. good amount that just like Ain't gonna happen, unfortunately. Uh, which, yeah. like, eh, okay. I think we're down. Do we see Vulture's Eye? That was one we couldn't find. Yeah, we can't find it. Couldn't find it. Um, <laughs> UFO, we couldn't find. Yep. Waxwork couldn't. F- Do we see Waxwork? Ooh, that's a great question. Mm. I don't remember mm. it. Oh, this one? I don't think Dracula's in this one. I was going to say, I think... Oh, nope. Dracula's in this one. Shit. Yep. All right. Damn it. Is that uh, it? Ladies, yeah. Hollywood on Parade. Frecchia contra con Dracula. Could not find. Pages from a Virgin Diary. Yeah. I mean, we are down to... Okay, we're going to put um, Dracula, the original living vampire on here. Yep. The original living vampire. John Reese um, davies is in this one. Gimli. Good. Fuck yeah. That's something to watch. Dracula Reborn. I feel like we saw Dracula Reborn. I think we did. We um, did. We did see that. Yeah, okay, we did. God. Okay, I God. think that's an early one for us. That is an early one. All right. Well, we are down to <laughs> our final four. 
Dracula, the original living vampire, Waxwork, Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School, and Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula is the last one. Wow. Do you think we can time that out for Halloween? Yes. I think that's I think that's how that was going to work one, out. Two, what day is Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> So 31st, so the 31st, no, sorry, I meant like what day of the week. Um, 31st is a Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Three, yeah, we could do, yeah, we could I do it. Halloween episode, Bram Stoker's Dracula. And we'll be done. And we'll be done. Wow. And then we have uh, to figure wanna... out what we're watching next. Yeah, what do you want to do next? <laughs> well, um, but then we, yeah, I'm down for waxwork. I'm, I like the let's look try, of waxwork. Let's, let's try let's waxwork. It. it looks like a real movie. Who knows if it's good, but like, you know, yeah. it had a budget of three point. Oh, my God. It had a budget of three point five million. You want to guess how much it made? Don't look. Don't cheat. Oh, my God. I mean, three point five million. million budget. A million at least. <laughs> God, they wish they made a million. Eight hundred and eight thousand dollars. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Rough. Um, all right. Well, I think are we going to take next week off because of the wedding? The wedding. The wedding that we're going to next week. No, That's I'm going to a wedding week. next week. You're not the, you. I was going to say I'm not going to a wedding next week. There is another month that we will be missing for a wedding. I was about to be um, like, "Don't scare me." No, I bought yeah, tickets next for weekend, October. <laughs> no, I'm going on a wedding. Um, all right. Well, okay. So, so we'll figure out a way to do wax work for next week. Okay. Um, so we'll do wax work. Here's what I think we do. I think we do waxwork. I think yeah. we do Dracula, the living, the original living vampire, yeah. Scooby Doo, and the Ghoul School. Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I think that's the way. Because uh, that'll, yeah, because that'll be one, two, three. We'll need to skip a week probably for the twentieth. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe we'll do like a retrospective. Or maybe our final one oh, will be yeah. fifteen hours long. I'm kind of leaning towards that. Yeah, I like that. And uh, yeah, because then, then I guess we still we we have to do our our draft and our tournament. We still have to figure out how we're actually going to end the damn thing. Yeah, I think we do it. We I vote we each get to draft like is ten Draculas too many. No, I vote we do ten Draculas. They get ranked by sort of like score, sure. like this is a tournament. Yeah, and then we play our. And then we play it out like it's like the Sweet 16. My dad got pissed at me when I was talking to him about the show. And I mentioned that, like, it might not ultimately come down to numbers. And he was just like, what's the point of any of this then? <laughs> and I was like, well, there'll be a factor, obviously. Yeah. But it can't come down to purely numbers. I, I think eventually what we need to do is decide on where the tournament is being played like whose home turf is this that way mm. these numbers we can apply them to situations to see how i think this it's plays the out. barren field from the flash <laughs> great i still haven't seen that goddamn movie <laughs> but you know <laughs> it looks uh, so bad i don't yeah. want to we can talk That'd about that cute. movie because it sucks and studios are getting killed by it anyway Oh, what a terrible, terrible movie. Horrible. All righty. Well, next week is Waxwork. Um, without referencing the movie based on the book chapter, how are you going to leave the show? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> um, or, uh, where is Waxwork? What what time period does Waxwork take place in? 1988. Okay. What was the most sold American car in 1988? This is how I'm doing this. Deal with it. The Ford Escort. I'm driving in a Ford Escort, oh. and I'm driving to 1988 for waxwork. I'm going to get on my skateboard and grab onto the back of the car and ride along while listening to, wow, 1988, a lot of good fucking hits. Yeah, we got some hits. You want to hear some of the pop hits in 1988? Yes. Sweet Child of Mine, Man in the Mirror, Faith, Love wow. Bites, Never Gonna Give You Up, She's Like the Fucking Wind. Wow, it has to be love bites for this podcast. Wishing well, but that's the great. Flame. Where do broken hearts go? Wow. Like, I think that was the year Bad came out. That seems right too. I think my dad had a Ford Escort. Fuck yeah! <laughs> it was like baby blue. Top. Oh, here we go. Okay, according to Wikipedia, top hits. Number one, Faith. George Michael makes sense. Yeah. Need you tonight. Got my mind set on you. Good song. Mm-hmm. Never going to give you up. Sweet child of mine. So emotional. Heaven is a place on earth. Hell yeah. One of the best songs ever made. Wow. Could have been hands to heaven. Really? That's the Tiffany song that made it. That's that's kind of surprising. But I really? mean, hey, what a year. It's an incredible year. It was the same with 1989. When we were doing Heather's, I like look yeah. up the best songs of 1989. And oh my God. Hits. ridiculously stacked year for music for all kinds of music yeah absolutely so maybe we'll get some good music in waxwork what do you think the mm-hmm. odds of that are low yeah yeah me too low we can hope all right well we're I, we're sorry about this episode we'll see you next week good night <laughs> yeah good night <laughs> go strike <laughs>